is spoken of the Lord by the prophet saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child. Okay, second one, he was being born in Bethlehem in Judea. The prophecy came from Micah 5 verse 2. Uh, but you, Bethlehem, Ephrata, you are the little among the thousands of Judah. Out of you shall come forth one, out of you shall come forth a ruler over Israel. And it was fulfilled in Matthew 2 verse 1, which is now Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea. And then the last one is uh, he is being the savior of those who believe. The prophecy started in Isaiah 45 verse 22. Look unto me and be saved all the ends of the earth. For I am God and there is no one else. It was fulfilled in Acts 4 verse 10 to 12. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. There is no other name given by which man can be saved. Except through the name of Jesus. Cool. Now let's look at let's look at at the stats about Christmas. Okay. First of all, the origin of Christmas was founded after the death of Cush by his wife uh, Semiramis. Go look, go read in in the genealogy right in the beginning. It talks about the son Cush and his wife Semiramis. Okay. They had a son, Nimrod. Have you guys ever heard of the name Nimrod? Tower of Babel. Bible said Nimrod was a mighty warrior. Okay. Now their son Nimrod took his mother, Semiramis. After Spush died, he took Semiramis, his mother, as his wife. Okay. Nimrod died. Okay, then uh, now listen to Nimrod's body. Was now you will not find this in the Bible. If you, if you, uh, Nimrod's body was cut into pieces and it was scattered throughout the kingdoms of, of the ancient world. Semiramis taught the people that Nimrod became the sun god and was the god the Baal. Okay. Semiramis taught that Nimrod or Baal was the father of the child. You guys with me so far? Okay. The child, this child, was called Horus or Tammuz and was conceived through the rays of the sun. Horus and Tammuz was the reincarnation, Horus or Tammuz was the reincarnation of Nimrod. To honor his presence and his birth, fires were lit uh, for him uh, every year. And Semiramis claimed a full full-grown evergreen tree that sprang out of the roots of the dead tree stumps. You see where the, the Christmas tree came from? Okay. This symbolizes the, uh, the springing forth of new life for Nimrod on the anniversary of his birthday. Now guess what which is the anniversary of Nimrod's birthday? 25th of December. Okay. Semiramis said that Nimrod would visit the evergreen tree and leave gifts under the tree. Okay? This equates to approximately nine months after Easter or the date Semiramis or Ishtar become pregnant with Horus or Tammuz or Baal or Nimrod reincarnated. Okay? Nimrod is credited for the building of great cities such as Nineveh, uh, Babylon, 
and the Tower of Babel. Or Babylon. Okay. The chief Babylonian god was Marduk, also known by the titles Bel or Baal or Lord. Okay. The evergreen tree in, uh, evolved into an obelisk carved into the shape of Nimrod's procreative organ. You guys hear what I'm saying? Yeah. If you're going to a small town in the free state or whatever, you look at it according to the Roman Catholic tradition, you know about the obelisk. There's this obelisk in St. Peter's Cathedral and an American, whatever. It is a symbol, a symbol of Nimrod's procreative organ. Okay. Obelisks were constructed to symbolize a frozen ray of sun. Now the evergreen tree symbol uh, signifies the premature death of Tammuz, and the star placed on top of the tree signifies the sun god or the fire god, Saturn, Moloch, Marduk, or Refab. See the tree on the top or the star on the top? Okay. The star, an eight-pointed star, also represent, is also a representation of Semiramis herself. Now, Semiramis is also known by the name of Mother of God, Mary, the Mother of God. Okay, Ishtar, Astaroth, Ashtart, Asherah, Inanna, and Isis. Okay, now the influence of Christmas through to today. The celebration of the 25th of December across the world in Greek. The celebration and the honor in, yeah, in, 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 in Greece, they, it is the celebration and the honor to the god Dionysius. Uh, Dionysius is the god of wine, uh, included, which included parties, festivals, wild celebration, drunkenness, ecstasy and fertility. This feast lasted 25, it lasted 12 days. These days of wild celebrations and excess reveling was called Bacchanalia. The days were marked with great feasts that included parades of naked women and public sex. From the 24th of December, 12 days from, from then. The celebration has left Footprints around the world in the form of carnival, bachanal, or bachanalia, and Mardi Gras. Then it gives you Finland, how it's been celebrated in Finland and the Slavic people. Then in Northern Europe, they celebrated, I think it's pronounced Yule, it's Y-U-L-E. This celebration lasted for 12 days. As part of this festival, <coughs> feasting and revelry, were commonplace giant bonfires were also lit the night before that is the 24th was called the Morandit it means the mother's night uh, it is Christmas Eve during this night the spirits of the dead women and female deities were honored they were called desire okay cool some of the traditions of Yule include the Yule tree that becomes the Christmas tree. The Yule log, if the log burns all night, then you are blessed. If it's not, then you are cursed. 
the Yule goat, the Roman god, Thor rode around on a goat, led slaves, what did this thing it? Santa Claus is riding, okay? Uh, delivering gifts to good people. The Yule pig is the god friar of, uh, it's a god of peace, fertility, rain, sunshine, and the son of the sea god, Njord. Uh, the pagan god friar is said to ride around uh, on an atonement, on an atonement pig through the sky delivering gifts. Okay, cool. Now let's look at Jesus versus Santa. Santa breaks into your house while you sleep. You guys know the songs about Santa. Remember? Santa breaks into your house. The song says he breaks into your house while you're asleep. Jesus says, behold, I stand at the door and I knock. Okay? Santa only visits once a year. You guys are all familiar with it. Once a year, Santa. Jesus says, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Okay? Santa says, you better not cry. Okay? You guys know this? Jesus says, blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Santa only gifts, gift, gifts to good children. You guys know the songs? Jesus gives the life, gives love to everybody, irrespective of whether you love him or not. Okay? And Santa will only leave or will only let elves work for him. You guys familiar with that? Okay? Jesus wants everyone, everyone involved in the working to his kingdom so that it can be established on earth. Cool. It's just a quick brief overview. So now you can worship really. After being confused. So guys, I'm not saying don't jump out your Christmas trees, please. Okay. You are silent. All of it seems to me you are so shocked you never expected this tonight. <laughs> We've been given a measure of faith. The Bible says every single person in this world has been given a measure of faith. Okay. Said if you have see, uh, but if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you will be able to say to this mountain, "Be removed and be cast into the sea." The thing is, we have to exercise this muscle of faith. Okay, now, uh, so then you get the power. I'm not talking about the measure of faith. I'm talking about the power gifts that the Holy Spirit is giving and one of those is the gift of faith so there are three power gifts the first one is the gift of gift of faith the second one is working of miracles and the third one is the gift of healing and you all agree that is it is not in our natural ability there's no way that you and I will be able to heal a person Okay, you can give him medicine, but not even that is a supernatural. I mean, comes from, from God is, is doing the healing. So, uh, so, these power gifts are dependent on the gift of, of faith. So, uh, in other words, a gift come, uh, of, uh, yeah, the gift of faith comes from the Greek word 
pistis, which means there's a firm persuasion, a firm assurance, a conviction to persuade. In other words, being absolutely sure that something will come to pass even when everyone else says it is impossible. You guys hear what I'm saying? You will find yourself in a situation. Now I've, I've, I've noticed in life is it, I know that it's very important that we always speak positively. We always speak over into a situation with faith. The problem is, it does not always happen. You guys with me? I mean, we all have experienced this type of thing. Now, I'm not saying that you are not supposed to speak it. Because the problem is, or not the problem, the, the mystery of the whole thing is you and I never know when we speak to the situation that it may just be the catalyst for that thing to come to pass. Okay, so uh, now under this, uh, it's a doubt, okay, doubt is looking at circumstances and believing them. Faith is looking at circumstances and believe that it will, it will happen. Guys, before, unless you and I are put, are put in a situation where we have to exercise our faith, where we have to step out, it is not going to happen. I'll use an example. I remember some, some time ago, I was telling you guys, that, hey, way back, it must have been in the year 2000, our small group was doing this course by David Wilkinson. And uh, Growing Your Faith was the, the name of this course. And he was challenging people to start stepping out in, in growing faith. And I remember we had a green Hyundai Elantra. We were staying in New Germany at the time didn't have, I mean, you can imagine, those days petrol were much cheaper than now, even the salaries were much lower than today. And I remember there were times that I had no petrol in that car. And I would put a, a hanky over the, the fuel gauge so that I do not get distracted <laughs> by what I see. And I took God and His word. Now, that I know for a fact there were three times, three or four times, that there was no petrol in the car, and the car took me, brought me to Camperdown and back till such time that I got money again to put in petrol. And there were also four times that I, I ran out of gas on the freeway. But through that, I've learned... Okay, I must say that the nice thing that I've learned about that is that even though your car said enough, <laughs> it still have enough fuel to bring you to a place. And when it reads that enough, then it's enough, then there's nothing left. <laughs> so I, on the other hand, I've noticed okay, I can push it till, till past enough, then, there's, then it's enough. But I know for a fact that, you see, that's the, point, the point that I would like to make is that unless you step out, you're not going to see God coming through. 
Okay, you will see God coming through, but that, that is the most amazing times that you will see. In other words, when the day that you take the last food that you have and you give it to someone else, even before the end of the day, then people will come and they will give you something. So that is what I'm talking about. You see, that is a small part of, of the gift of faith that is operating in our lives. Okay. Then we get saving faith. Saving faith is when you and I hear the gospel and Holy Spirit work revelation in our head or in our heart and we accept Jesus as, the Lord and Savior and as our Lord and Savior. So in other words, the moment that you hear the word of God, you know that you know that you know that I need to give my life to Jesus. So in other words, this is saving faith. Saving faith is probably one of the easiest things that, that, there, are, that there is Unless Holy Spirit will bring revelation to you. Every single one of us got to a place where there was saving faith in our lives. Otherwise, you wouldn't have sit here today. Cool. You guys agree? You better agree. Then the second one is, well, I said the gift of faith, which is part of the, okay, then you get the fruit, and I'll get to that, that one later, the, the fruit of the, of the Spirit. Now, this is the faith that grows as we exercise. In other words, what do I mean by the? Isn't it one of the the gift of this? Of one of the fruit of the spirit? Love, faith. Is is faith not one of those? Love, peace. Okay. Galatians, just just quickly check Galatians five verse twenty two. But the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love and in all spirit expressions. No, I don't think. Um, it's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, okay, so gentleness, self-control. Faithful, yeah, but there's a difference between faithful to be faithful and to have faith. Faith, yeah. Okay. But in other words, the, the fruit of the Spirit is helping us to grow in, in our faith. Why do I say that? This is love. Peace, joy, kindness, faithfulness. So in other words, the moment that you and I are being faithful in our walk with God, the moment that you and I choose to love, the moment that you and I are patient or patient. Remember that James says, for patience... In other words, if you, if you are patient or patient, it causes you to wait on God. In other words, it is a fruit that will help you to wait till, till God comes through. You understand what I'm trying to say? Okay, so in other words, let me use an example. Is that I'm praying for something and I have an immediate need. So I have to be patient as well, waiting trusting God that that thing is going to 
come through. You know why we are struggling the, the East, let me rather say the, the Western Church. I've noticed the Western Church are struggling big time with this faith thing compared to the church in the East. Why do we struggle? If you go and look at the church in the East, India, Korea, China, North Korea, and those places, their focus, yes, their focus is also material things, but their focus is Jesus. I'm not saying our focus is not Jesus, but they know that God has his own time to work in it. So even if it means that they are in prison. But the problem that we in the, in the West is, have is we are looking at this tele-evangelist and we are looking at these big churches and these people declare and, and we can't wait. We are struggling with the thing of, of patience and therefore we are struggling with faith because if God doesn't come through when we want him to come through, all of a sudden we hear accusations, God doesn't care about me or there's something wrong. You, you guys see what I... What I mean. That is the problem that we have. people but I, I I can guarantee you the life that they are living is probably a tough life yes. in the sense that to, to walk by faith is not an easy life I know I remember Mark Fisher I phoned him one day and he had to go he had to go and buy food for his family there was nothing in his bank account so he arrived at the toll swiped the card card gets declined swipe it again and will will works of other plaque and all card get declined he said to the just wait a moment swipe it the third time at that moment money was deposited into his bank account so now i mean that takes guts guys i mean you know there's nothing in your bank account you're going to make a fool of yourself go and swipe that card and you have to change it tell the lady please give every you see that we have friends in Pretoria they are like that everything that they do is they are going according to to faith then you see the miracles if you are prepared to live that life fantastic okay now how will our faith grow in other words they are five ways for us to secure that our faith can grow the other one is very important our faith grows when we spend time in the word of god okay secondly we spend time in prayer asking more of god and not asking more of what we can get from him 
I want to say, I want to make a suggestion to you, to you guys. If you pray for an hour and you haven't asked anything for yourself, you only ask for other people, then you know that you're on the right track. But if you pray 15 minutes later and all that you've prayed about is yourself, I think there's some progress we need to make. <laughs> Why do I... There's a, I've seen in the book of Job, you guys remember that Job's friends was taking him out? And then God said to, 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 to Job's friends, go and ask Job to pray for you. So that perhaps... What happened? Job, Job went and he prayed for his friend. And what happened to Job at the end of the day? He got twice as much back as when he had. He still had his wife that was nagging around his ears. No, I'm just kidding you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> that one was still there to keep him humble. No, I'm just, I don't know where this comes from. It's not part of the thing. Okay. Number three, sit under the ministry that grows, or sit under ministry that grows your spiritual man. That's very important. You and I go to places, to a church, or to a friend, or whatever, that are spiritually going forward. It's not self-centered, always negative, or whatever the case may be. Milan and myself, we had this incredible blessing that throughout our life, up to this, and even among you guys, I mean, amazing. We are so grateful for you guys. We learn from you guys. We had people that we've in invested in our lives, people of faith. Okay, number four, spend time with people of faith who speak life and not death. You guys have noticed if you are in the presence of a person that constantly speaks negative, complain about, complain about that, before you know it, you are so tired and exhausted. Yes. Mm -hmm. Or if you are in the presence of a person, he doesn't even have to speak by the time that he's when you're finished or by the time you leave you feel like you've run a thousand miles you are totally exhausted they've sucked everything out of you run from that kind of person okay cool and number five turn to god before we turn to man in other words pray for healing before going to the doctors you guys the doctors are also there to help us but many times the first thing that we do we pick up the phone, phone the doctor, because we don't want to wait. If, I'm, if my tummy is hurting or whatever the case may be, it's much easier to, to pop a pill. Okay. These things are easier said than done, eh? Especially if you're in heavy pain, I mean, to... Cool. Uh, is it Jesus and the Holy Spirit have done all that they can do? It's now up to us to take what they have given us and to grow them. So in other words, Holy Spirit has given us faith. Holy Spirit is inside of us. It is up to us to grow in these things that God has given us. Okay. Then extra injection of faith by the Holy Spirit. Here we experience a sudden injection of faith given to us by the Holy Spirit, bringing our faith levels up to God's level of faith. I've seen this. Let me rather, what, what do I mean by this? I've, I've been in, in, in South Korea. Now that church that I've seen in, in South Korea, probably the size, I think they had 20 people. South Korea things are very expensive. They decided, they are trusting God, 
to go and buy a piece of land. Because everyone in Korea, once they, they've just started the church, then they want to build their own building. So they took us to this piece of land. This piece of land was sort of on a, on a slope. This piece of land was about the size of this, of this property. Guys, that piece of land was 20 million rand. They signed the papers, trusting God for 20 million rand. I thought, oh my word, this is a gift of faith. Now, I don't know whether they've picked up that. 30 people? <laughs> Guys, we are going to trust God next year for a property. Now, I'm just pulling your leg, but can you imagine? 20, 20 million rand? And you must remember, if, I, I rem if my memory serves me correct, for every one rand, it's in other words, one to 14, no, one to 37. So in other words, I don't know, I, I forgot what the, so one rand is 37 of, of theirs. In other words, it just show you how weak their currency is. And can you imagine how, what, what truckload full of money it is to get 20 million rand? So that is the gift of faith and limit. You know that you know in your heart. All of us have been to that place. You know that you know that you know that this thing is going to happen. And you have peace about it. Doesn't matter what the circumstances are. Okay? Mm -hmm. Very true. What is the purpose of this gift of faith? Number one, it is God in, God's intervention in the world. So the Holy Spirit exercise, exercising His faith, His faith through the church or individuals. It produces this kind of faith. In other words, this gift of faith produces signs and wonders. Number two, the gift of faith elevates the church from the natural to the supernatural realm. Number three, the gift of faith prepares the church to flow in the working of miracles and the gifts of healing. And then number four, the gift, this gift of faith sustains what the other gifts, uh, other gifts do, especially the power gifts. Okay, now then the other one, other gift that the Holy Spirit gives us is the gift of miracles. So in other words, you and I, I pray every one of us are able to perform through Holy Spirit a gift, a, a, a miraculous gift. So in other words, we pray for people and, and something happens. Okay? Cool. What is the purpose of this gift? It is to demonstrate the power of God. When we have the gift of working of miracles. Number one, the purpose of this gift is to demonstrate the power of God. Number two, to separate the church from other religions. Do you guys know that the reason why we are different is that we can do miracles? We are supposed to do miracles that other religions cannot do. You know what is the problem? We pray for headaches, headaches disappear. The Muslims pray for headaches, the headaches disappear. We cast out demons, the Muslims also cast out demons, believe it or not. I don't know how they do it, but just show you. We pray for people to be healed. They also pray for people to be healed. So you see, the thing is, we need to be 
totally separate from them. You guys know that they can do it. I mean, they obviously operate through another, or I mean other, other religions. They operate through a different spirit. But the thing is, the, the purpose of, of this gift is that you and as the church, we are supposed to operate at another level. I don't know why we can't do that. I've seen this in the South, in this, in the, or not in the South, in the East. To raise people from the dead is not, wow, did you see that type of thing? Yeah, I mean, if some of us raise people from the dead every tomorrow, people will call us from all over. Will you please, my grandmother died or something like that. Honestly, the difference is because the focus is different than the focus here. Okay. I was listening to Cindy Jacobs yesterday. She's being used by God Mighty for, for miracles. She says it's easy for everyone to perform miracles. She said you just have to be in the Word and do it. Be in the Word and do it. Follow the Word and do it. It's easy for God to do it. Yeah. You, you've got to be in the right space with God. Yeah. She's, she's in the Word. You see, see that is where the thing comes in. Because Jesus said, I've done, I've done nothing except what I see my father is doing. There, there's, the, there's the secret. Spend time in the word. No, watch instructions you're getting from God through the word and do it the way that he commands. If you go and look at people like Todd White and, and those kind of guys, they will tell you. I've, how many times have I heard People will get together, they will pray, and they will ask God, where do we go to minister today? And, and the Lord will show you, and you go to the pavilion. In the pavilion, you will find a person wearing a red jacket, this person with a wheelchair, whatever. You will pray for those people, and things happen. Why did they manage to succeed? Because they wait on God, and it's the Word of God that guide them. Okay, cool. So in other words, the power gifts. Mm -hmm. type of things that we are supposed to you see okay cool uh, the power gifts the purpose of it is to, is to to prove the resurrection okay and number four it nullifies the work of the enemy and it brings authority and respect okay raising the dead Hmm. Okay, Acts 9 verse 40. 
the gift of faith is needed to perform the working of miracles. In Romans 8 verse 11, the power of raising Christ from the dead. I wonder how we are going to exercise this one. Because they won't allow you into the mortuary. <laughs> No, I'm not talking about this. I've, I've, I was traveling to Pretoria with Mark. Right in front of us there was an, an ac accident that just happened. The car was lying on its, on its roof. We were the second one. He just stopped right there. Jumped out of the car, run to this, and he started praying. <coughs> rebuking the works of darkness. Not, fortunately, it was an old Indian couple. Nothing happened. But that is the thing that did. How many of us will perhaps say, okay, now I'm just going to drive. Someone else will, will stop. But I mean anything. Mm -hmm. Hugo also did, remember? No, I mean, Hugo also did. Mm -hmm. When the girl came back to life, the girl was stabbed. She was walking and stabbed. And he went and prayed for her, and uh, she came back. A couple of days later. No, a girl walking. Yeah, people that we, that we know, she got robbed. Yeah. And... Uh, I don't know how many times they've stabbed her, so her whole lungs and everything was punctured. So she died. While the ambulance was the who arrived there and he started praying, 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 praying. All of a sudden the, the machines go. Came back on. Came back on and there was enough time for that lady to get a life right with Jesus. Wow. Yeah, I mean not long after. I mean while he was still there she died again. Okay. Cool. Then the gifts of healing. So in other words, you get uh, two Greek words. They, uh, the Greek word, yeah, Greek words is charisma lama. Charisma is the gift of grace, grace or the gift of involving grace. And lama is not limited to one type of sickness or the or disease. Uh, in other words purpose of this so you say when charisma lama the word of this gift of healing is in other words this gift is for healing of the whole body of soul of spirit and of the physical body you know what guys what i've noticed i mean if you is it many times we will pray person will have a neck pain or a neck spasm or cancer whatever the case may be and we will pray and we will rebuke the cancer but we forget about the fact that the person consists of three parts. He so also consists. When, when we pray for people, say for example the person has cancer, so we will then go and we rebuke the cancer. You guys with me? But we forget that the person consists of three parts. He consists of a body, the person consists of a soul, the person consists of a spirit. Many times, the cause of the cancer is because of an injury or trauma to the person's soul. Or injury or trauma to the person's spirit. Mm -hmm. Let me use an example. This person is walking around with unforgiveness. Where does unforgiveness sit? Unforgiveness is something that is in the heart. It's something that is in the soul. In other words, a stronghold in the, in the mind. Yes, we can rebuke the, but we need to pray also that Holy Spirit 
will bring healing to the person's soul. If you want to see how this operates, go watch some of the, of, of the, of the clips of, of Katie Souza. Yeah. Katie Souza is very good at speaking healing into a person's soul. I know that I'm not, I also, also forget to, to do this type of thing. God, I pray that you will remove the trauma from this person's soul. And then you say, God, I'll use in, I've heard people praying, God, that I rebuke this, this cancer. Now the damage that the cancer has caused in the body of this person, I pray in Jesus' name that the damage be restored, be, be reversed in the name of Jesus. Because you must remember there's other, other parts of it. You, you, you guys, are you with me? You want to see what I'm trying to say? I'm also learning this. Cool. You wanted to say something? Nothing. Okay. The gift of miracles and healing, even faith, is tested all the time. I remember Todd White saying he used to go pray, nothing happened, go pray, nothing happened. So all of a sudden, it's not a great thing. So it must have got tested his perseverance and his faith before he gifted and gifted with healing and miracles. True. Uh, guys, it's very important that we remember with that not all sickness is caused by the devil. Sometimes a person has sickness in his body and you and I don't know why there's a sickness in the person's body. Not all sickness is as, is, as, is a, as, as a result of sin in a person's life. What do I mean? I'll use an example. You guys remember where the, the young man that was born blind in the time of Jesus and his disciple asked him, this, his blindness, is it caused by, the, by, by his sin or by his parents' sin? And Jesus said, none of it. He says, the reason for this is so that the, the, the glory of yeah, the glory of God may be manifested in his life. Hey guys, that is a very difficult one to swallow that one. I don't even want to go there. I know it's not part of this. I don't want even going to go there, but that burst the bubble. If you really think about it, that burst the bubble. Now I'm I'm a hundred percent for you that God doesn't cause sickness. God doesn't put sickness on people. But if you look at that, at that one, who caused the sickness? Who caused this man to be blind? The devil didn't cause it. The sin didn't cause it. He was born blind so that the glory of God can be manifested in his life. Because that's not God using the situation for his glory. But I mean, no, I, no that, that is what Jesus said. But the God thing is... Purpose. Not, not God given, but God used Circumstance mm-hmm. for his glory. Are we still the enemy doing it now? Enemy or genetics or whatever. Case of the generation of course. Okay. Mm-hmm. I wanna I wanna I wanna quickly stir the honor and then I'm going to run away. <laughs> <laughs> if you go look in the book of Revelation, I'm talking about up to chapter twelve. If you look at the plagues that was released on the earth, 
I'm not talking about from, from, from Revelation, from chapter 13, it's the mark of the beast. Then it says there, this scale is thrown out and that scale or whatever, this trumpet blow and whatever. So in other words, it is after the mark of the beast. So then God, Jesus bring down his judgment. But before that, go and read there. The angel come and he pour out the scale and he do this and this and this and all these sicknesses and diseases came. The devil didn't send it. God himself sent it. Yeah, it's the same thing with, 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 with when the Egyptians didn't allow the, the, the Israelites to, 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 to leave. All those, all those uh, plagues and stuff. It wasn't the devil that put it no, I mean, if you look at it, the, the first three plagues, the water and blood, Israelites also didn't have, they also had water and blood. Then the mosquitoes and the frogs. No, 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 no. If you look at the first three plagues, the Israelites suffered the same, suffered the same fate. All of a sudden, you know, our theology is a little bit shaken. I've stirred the hornet's nest, so... It's your duty to investigate it. Okay. But I still believe God doesn't send sickness on people. Cool. Guys, many times, but why also that later most of the time sickness is caused by the by the evil one. How does it happen? Jesus said, or James says, God does not tempt anyone. But you and I are tempted by our own desires. Now what happened? Is it you and I are tempted? We take, we, 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 we uh, entertain this temptation. And we start brooding on this temptation. And we start acting again on this temptation. What then happened? This temptation gets fertilized. And it becomes sin in our life. In other words, it becomes a stronghold in our life. And that is the, many times the thing that causes them a sickness. And I'll use an example, unforgiveness or offense or whatever the case may be. You are being tempted by the thing of unforgiveness. You and I grab hold of the unforgiveness. We refuse to forgive a person. And then all things are going wrong in our lives. And we cannot understand why these things are, are going wrong. You guys with me? Cool. That is also we come with the gift of healing and we prophesy and we declare healing into a situation where that whatever the case may be to to bring healing, the power gift of healing into into that person's life. Okay. Have you noticed in the book of or throughout the the gospels, it says that Jesus cast out demons and healed the sick. You see what I mean? How these two are running, are walking hand in hand. Cast out demons many times. Persons doesn't get healed because the person is still under control of the evil one, and therefore the person doesn't get healed. Another thing that I've also noticed. Because of all the medicines that we are drinking. Say for example you are on, on chronic medicine. Now you are praying. 
okay, let me rather, you, this is the problem that, I mean, you are taking the medicine for this specific problem. But there are so many side effects. You are suffering from depression and so on. That depression and that stuff is not caused by the, by the demons. It is caused by the side effects of the, of the medicine. And that's also sometimes we can't understand, but how am I not getting better? Mm. Stop the medicine and your, and your problem will be gone. Does it make sense what I'm saying? Yeah. You know that many times you are using medicine and all of a sudden you start picking up sugar diabetes and you don't know where and you blame the devil for that. But if you go and read the, the side effects of that stuff, or you pick up heart problems, you never had heart problems, you read the side effects and you'll see it can create heart problems, it can create sugar diabetes and so on. Not the devil that caused it. It is the medicine that caused it. No, I'm not saying don't take the medicine. All I'm saying is that when you see things like that, we, how many of us when you're taking a tablet away, how many of us have ever go and read what the side effects of this thing is? We just believe what the doctor says? Okay. And I must say that my daughter is very, very sharp on this. She will, every, before she gets medicine, she will research the side effects. She tell many times, she will tell the doctor, I don't want that stuff. That is a side effect. I don't want that stuff. I want this stuff. <laughs> yeah, she does. Who's it? Marinelle. She won't actually take medication, but if there is anything she has to take, she yeah. first research it. If there's negative, any side effect, she won't take it. Yeah. Guys, it's a difficult, I, I know, I mean, it's very difficult. Not everybody, all of us would like to eat healthy. Mm. But to eat healthy nowadays, cause an arm and a leg. That is unfortunately the reality. So does medical No, I... Oh, Yeah, of course, everything, not only arm and a leg, but the, but the, but the thing is, if, if we can get to a place where we, okay, I cut out sugars, I cut out this, or whatever the case may be, we'll be much more healthy at the end of the day. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. Not all sicknesses are caused by the devil. Not all sickness is caused by sin. Many times it's because of the stuff that we are. If you realize, if you, I know it's off the topic, but have you noticed how many people nowadays are picking up any kinds of cancer, that, the cancers that they know of and cancers that they've never known of that all of a sudden? I'm convinced though, I don't have any medical proof or scientific proof of it, but through the years, all these steroids and stuff that they are putting on the plants and the pesticides and the steroids they are giving to the animals and so on i'm convinced i mean if logic would tell you if the steroid make a chicken grow from that big to two kilo chicken in five weeks what is the impact of that steroid on your body on your cells not the devil that caused it okay cool then uh, Okay, that's about it. Any questions? Any questions, just a comment. Mm -hmm. I think any times our faith is going to be tested. Mm -hmm. And you know, we, we need to be ready for that.
school that it stands strong. Mm-hmm. We will be tested. It's coming soon. But it's already happening. It is. It's already happening. Yeah. Just with the COVID and the lockdown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's really, really, really tested. Really tested.